Nothing important, man. Reyes. Oh, what's up? I was just reading. I was online. I went into the CNN website. And uh, I saw a story that was pretty interesting. And I liked it. And I want to fucking talk about it. I want to talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. We live in a nation where there's been many parallels. And uh, through different podcasts, people talk about it. I think I first heard about it on a Joe Rogan podcast where he was talking about... Uh, the modern day uh, being a reflection of this movie that came out in the early 2000s. A movie called Idiocracy. Probably heard of the fucking movie. If you haven't heard of it, you should go check it out. Um, it's a comedy, but it's eerily close to how society is turning out to be. The movie was made, I, I want to say like 20 years ago. And the basic plot is there's some fucking pencil pushing dickhead in the military. He's not a military guy, but he works for the military and he gets courted into a program where he goes into a cryo chamber and gets frozen for, I want to say like a hundred years, wakes up in the future to find that the world is going to fucking shit and everybody's retarded. The consumerism, the overproduction of shit that we don't really need, the materialist lifestyle, people being obsessed with vanity people being consumed by television, be, people uh, becoming possessed by the media, wanting to buy stuff. It atrophied uh, faculties mentally. And so the, the consensus uh, started to value bullshit. And, you know, if, if you, uh, th there's no way for me to really parallel how close this movie is to where we're headed. <laughs> I would really recommend if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, and I bring that up because I don't think we're quite at that place. The movie is like extreme dramatization. Everybody's essentially retarded in the future. Everybody is essentially retarded. I don't think that's where humanity is yet. I think we are in a place where there are still high IQ, very intelligent individuals that still exist, that have skills, that have uh, brains, that still operate at such a high level. But if you consider groupthink and you consider what is true, what does parallel to this movie, the fact that we're obsessed with vanity, the fact that we are possessed by our devices, the fact that we are over-consuming, not only in this country, but anywhere that's you know, not a third world country. People overeat, they over-consume. America is the epitome of this. And what that does is regardless if people are intelligent or if there are members of society that are high IQ, it's like people who are really smart focusing that intellect on dumb shit, right? <laughs> on shit for profit. So we're not exactly, you know, where that movie depicts us to be. You know, people aren't mashed potato brain retards just yet. We're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting there. Think about this. I was just looking up generations. I was recognizing the trend of, you know, if the generation before you, their traumas kind of pass on to the children and that uh, kind of morphs into a, a new collective of problems for the next generation. If you think about the way that I grew up, I grew up in Harlem and just right past the crack epidemic. I was born in 1992. So I had members of my family that were very close to me that did drugs and that were destroyed by the socioeconomic problems of those times that they grew up. And that gets passed on in neglect and miseducation 
and violence in my neighborhood. And so I have those things that I have to work through. And my daughter is the next generation. So hopefully I don't pass that shit on to her. I say this because I think it's probably intelligent to consider that uh, this newest generation, the people who are endlessly scrolling and posting videos shaking their ass on TikTok, these are going to be the new parents. <laughs> and their kids are fucked. I was looking at the new projected uh, generation. Uh, my daughter, who's born in 2021, the name of her, uh, her generation is going to be called Generation Alpha. I'm a millennial. And I just had a child, and that generation is Generation Alpha. And it kind of makes sense. The children of millennials, people who have gone through the struggles, uh, even if you didn't grow up in an impoverished neighborhood in the hood, you know, my generation went through probably one of the harshest transitions in my lifetime. There was really no stable uh, reality throughout my life. Think about it. Born in 1992, Gulf, right off the Gulf War, you have uh, these presidents with their agendas to go and wage war for capitalist reasons. That's happened. But then you consider that with the, the birth, really, of this new form of technology that we call the Internet, something that connects everybody around the globe and the rapidity of that, how fast that just consumed the entire planet. That's my generation. We, we were just born and... It just fucking kept on going. It kept on going. And then you think about the traumas throughout. Not, once again, you don't have to be from an impoverished neighborhood. You don't have to be from the hood. But the things that have happened to millennials that they had to witness, you know, 9-11, terrorist attacks, wars, you know, people who went through all of this in their early years and then into their teens, just consuming this level of really madness and then going into their 20s. And COVID hitting and taking out the end of, you know, it took out the end of my fucking 20s. It's just been craziness. We've been through a fucking lot. So that level of adaptability, raising the next generation, which is Generation Alpha, makes sense. That that name makes sense. These kids are going to be fucked. I mean, beside the fact that they were born during fucking COVID and COVID babies are fucking different. If you got one, you know, if you know, you motherfucking know. It's crazy. Something happened. Something happened. But these kids are going to be the alphas. And I was looking at the projected generation after that. So if I'm a millennial and Gen Z is after me, that would be like my sister. My little sister's five years younger than me. And uh, those that generation, once they have children, you know, the everybody that's, you know, LGBTQ, ABCDEFG, uh, everybody that's obsessed with fucking TikTok, people who are, I really do think, one of the most malleable generations that we've had in a very fucking long time. And it's not to blame them. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying it's circumstantial. They are living and growing up and existing in a bubble, in a vacuum, essentially of some of the harshest media brainwashing, some of the most consumptive forms of uh, over-inundated stimulus and information. And they have no reference to anything else. You know, a lot of my life has been this technological takeover, but I still do have reference points to something that was slightly normal. And the Gen Z, they don't have that. So when they have fucking kids, their kids are going to be running them. Their kids are going to be, people don't know what a gender is anymore. People don't know what the fuck to wear anymore. You know, I've said it before, ladies and gentlemen, I think this 
whole trend that's going on, because I do believe it's a trend. Everything changes. That's the only constant. So for anybody who has in their brain some type of cemented belief that going in the future, that the pendulum is not going to swing again and the consensus might shift away from cutting your wee wee off. (laughs) It may shift away from that. You know, I believe it's a trend, but it has to wash out naturally as everything else or other behaviors wash out. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's just things change. That's the only constant. And think about that. All these people now who, you know, gender dysphoria, all the all these conditions, mental conditions or, you know, belief systems that are sprouting out that are becoming popularized now, they're going to have children. And those kids witnessing their parents in that uh, state of, I, I don't even know what you call it. But I, I think, you know, with more advances in technology, people are going to start splicing their genetics. And, you know, people are going to start identifying with cats and dogs and sheep. You understand what I'm saying? It's going to get fucking crazy. I'm ranting. I brought all of that up to say that we are not yet in that place of idiocracy. Go check the movie out once again. We are, though, approaching that. We're, we're in this transitional time where there's some decisions that can be made that I think can offset the reality of an idiocracy manifesting into the physical reality, you know, where everybody really is stupid. That's not the case yet, but our values are fucked up. Our values are fucked up. Capitalism doesn't have to be the way that it is, but it has changed and it's morphed in a place where uh, the dollar is so important to profit. The bottom line is so important that the people that are trying to generate capital, they care nothing about the product. They're just chasing trends. They're not creating consensus. They're chasing it. And I would liken that to, you know, if you have a child and you let your child dress themselves or you let your child create their own eating habits or you let their your child create their own uh, sleeping schedule, that kid is going to be fucked up. That child will be fucked up because the child is still developing. And that's what's happening is the people in power, the corporations, the people who are developed, the most educated, the most intelligent beings in this country and around the world, they're chasing what's popular on the ground level. And that's typically analyzing and trying to study the mind of the youth and the youth is not yet developed. And so that's where society is headed. We're headed toward an idiocracy, but that's not quite where we are. We still have smart people. I would say right now we're in hypocrisy. We're in hypocrisy right now. The stupidest thing that I feel like most people are engaged with right now is an inability to accept their own hypocrisy. It's not tactics. It's not strategy. It is not, um, you know, do what you can to win. I, I just see so much of people that are convicted in beliefs and in hatred of another person's belief. And they're doing the same goddamn thing. They're doing the same goddamn thing. The greatest example, binary politics. You're a Democrat or you're a Republican. And right now we have a democratically led office and people who are defending Joe Biden, even though he's obviously fucking tapped out. I'm not going to come at the man. I'm just speaking what it is. If you're a competent adult, you can see that this guy is being tortured. (laughs) He's old. He needs to fucking go to sleep. He needs to be taken care of. And just because people have some type of loyalty to a political party, 
they not only can they not accept that reality that's going on in front of them, even if they're high IQ, even if they're extremely intelligent, even if they have the skills to pay the motherfucking bills, they can't accept the reality that's right in front of them just because of that blind loyalty. Add on to that the hypocrisy. We saw very recently, you see a guy like Donald Trump who, I mean, there's a laundry list of reasons why you could not like him. It makes fucking sense. If you're ethnic, if you <laughs> come from a, a quote unquote a, oppressed background, this is not necessarily the, the fucking mascot for you, right? He's a blonde, rich, white guy from Manhattan, and he was popularized by becoming a fucking billionaire real estate tycoon who did some shady shit and then goes and runs for office after being a reality TV star. Pretty fucking wild shit, ladies and gentlemen. He won. He was in office, right? And people hate that party. They hate Republicans. They hate what this guy stands for so much that they're not able to see their own hypocrisy, to see that what this guy's doing or what the bad that they wish on him, the same thing is happening on their side. And, you know, I find it very interesting. You know, Trump is going through all these legal issues because I, I guess he fucked a, a porn star and he did some other shit. And there's just this fucking witch hunt and people want to hang him because they're part of a different party. They have a different methodology. They have different ideals. They see things differently. And they're so fucking stuck in their vision on attacking this guy that they don't see it happens on their end as well. And I think there's larger ramifications for this beside who has the, the power in their hand for the next four years? Which party is popping? Who has the power? We don't think about the larger societal implications of continuing to ignore the reality that is right in front of you, the hypocrisy that people walk with. It's, it's wild. I bring all that fucking up because there's some balance, ladies and gentlemen. I was online. I was on CNN website and I saw Hunter Biden. We all know who Hunter Biden is, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden is the active president, Joe Biden's son, who uh, has been a little bit more than scandalous. <laughs> He's been a little bit more than scandalous. I want to read this and then I'll, I'll give you some opinions on what I think about this. You know, right off, right off hand, though, I will tell you that this is it's at least some balance. It says Hunter Biden to plead guilty to federal tax charges strikes a deal on a gun charge, CNN, Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, will plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and struck a deal with federal prosecutors to resolve a felony gun charge. The Justice Department said in Tuesday's court filings as a part of the plea agreement, the Justice Department has agreed to recommend a sentence of probation for the two counts of failing to pay taxes in a timely matter in 2017, 2018, according to sources, judge will have the final say on any sentence. The plea deal will have immediate reverberations in 2024 presidential race. It has already jump-started political criticism for Republicans of the Biden administration and the Justice Department in the wake of 37-count federal criminal indictment filed against Donald Trump. This is what I was talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is a little bit of fucking balance. It's a little bit of fucking balance. If anybody knows what Hunter, Hunter Biden's been up to, you don't really have to look too fucking far. The guy likes to broadcast himself. There, there could have been a couple options of what happened here. There could have been a couple things happen. Um, either, you know, we, we stood in this strange binary reality where Donald Trump gets burned at the stake, right? Because people don't like the possibility of him running again. 
against a Joe Biden, understanding there will be no fucking chance on any planet in this solar system that Biden is competent enough to run against Donald Trump. It just would be a fucking landslide victory. Most likely Democrats included are going to vote for fucking Trump over Biden because it's been craziness. It has been craziness. So their focus has really been on hunting down Trump, but it's in ignorance of what Hunter Biden has done. And if you, you want to know and you don't know, just go online, probably to Pornhub or X videos, and you can see what the fuck this motherfucker's been up to. <laughs> he needs to be sponsored by GoPro. If anything else, I like to find a positive and a negative, even when an individual is doing stuff that's highly inappropriate in the public eye, like Hunter Biden was doing, fucking a prostitute, smoking crack, and videotaping it. You got to commend the guy. <laughs> For being on Schedule 1 Narcotics and getting his dick sucked, I think he was like in flamingo pose. He was doing a yoga pose. He had his right foot over his left knee. He was standing straight up. And he had the wherewithal to videotape over this. It was fucking incredible. It was like an Olympic athletic feat. It was fucking incredible. But nobody wanted to talk about it. I mean, the video was out and this was considered appropriate behavior. Um, I'm glad to see that at very least... Uh, you know, this is there's some light being shined on this because, uh, you know, hypocrisy. I got to be honest, I I don't want to see um, what's going on right now. I don't want to see Donald Trump get crucified because of a potential face off in the next presidential election. I don't as well want to see. I mean, even though there's been some fucking funky shit going on with the Democrats, there's been some funky shit going on with Hunter, Hunter Biden. You know, we're not even talking about the laptop. We're talking about gun charges. We're talking tax, whatever. Um, I think from a perspective of national health, I'm not talking about the CDC. No, um, I'm thinking about a perspective of national psychological health. We have been through a lot since the pandemic collectively. And I think the greatest word to sum all of it up is confusion. You know, beside over inundation of information, the internet going crazy, binary politics, uh, is the vaccine working? Is it a conspiracy theory? Why did they shut down the world? You take all of that, you can really sum that up into over information. And what that leads to is confusion. And I believe in the subcon the collective subconscious of the average American, regardless of their political uh, loyalty. Regardless if they're a Democrat, they're a Republican, they're in the middle. doesn't matter. In the subconscious collectively, there is a growing mistrust of authority in this nation. And I found something else interesting that's going on right now. Um, I've seen him on a couple podcasts. Uh, there's been an immersion of a public figure who I was not even aware of, to be very honest. Uh, but his name is extremely famous. It's extremely American. Uh, everybody knows in the 1960s, unfortunately, the way that this nation, you know, the corrupt entities that were part of certain systems in this country, the way that they dealt with dissenting thought or uh, centralized power or created control was through assassinations. So we saw political leaders as well as civil leaders, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, and the Kennedy brothers get assassinated in the 1960s. And 
I say that because the son of Robert Kennedy, who was the brother to JFK, uh, the president who was assassinated, uh, his son is now uh, coming out into podcasts and coming out to interview forms. And I think that is an interesting direction to look at, regardless of your political party. I don't know a lot about the guy. I don't know a lot about the guy. I've seen a couple interviews, but I think... Um, if he were to get a fair chance to run for president of the United States, I believe just that opportunity in the public eye is healing for some of the sins that this country has committed. If you think about the assassination of his father and his uncle, I think subconsciously that would work to heal and build some level of trust, regardless of politics, regardless, it, it, people have to think as well, like there's a conscious decision that people make on either political end to be loyal to their party, to go out and vote, to do their civil duties and participate in what is projected as a democracy. That decision, that conscious decision made over and over again does not wash away the information that is out and available for everybody to see. It does not wash away the active hypocrisy of one party going after another party for dirt that they're doing at the same damn time. And what that does over time is it continues to build mistrust with the Democrats against the De uh, Democratic Party, with Republicans against the Republican Party. People start to lose faith. And in a time like where we are now, with everything that's happening globally, with all the tensions globally, with everything that's happened economically, with everything right off the backs of what happened with COVID, that psychological shock to everybody on the planet, I think a great direction for America to go is to give this guy a fair chance to run for office. I think just the, the, the opportunity is healing subconsciously for people's trust to restore trust in this country. But what the fuck do I know? Um, I don't know a lot, ladies and gentlemen. I know that I don't know a lot. I think, I think I'm right about that though. I, I do believe I'm right about that. Um, but who knows? Who knows? You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm also not so politically invested and maybe that's why I have a little bit more clarity on that that perspective of what that could do for people's psyches because it doesn't matter to me too much who wins what political party is in power i just don't want to see the shit show again because i feel like it is negatively representing this nation and regardless of what purpose it holds you know who has power and what agendas get pushed there is a subconscious reality subconscious mistrust confusion that we're building upon and future generations are going to have to work this out of their fucking psyches and it's unnecessary if the, if the direction uh, that we can all agree on is that we are all american and that we do want this country to succeed and be a, a global powerhouse then we have to regardless of political differences or who you want to see in office come together somewhat and Think about the people that are the next generation. Think about the people who vote. You know what I mean? And 
what they've been through psychologically and how a, a figure like the son of Robert Kennedy, what that would represent in the form of change, in the form of restoring trust. Just my fucking opinion. Just my fucking opinion, man. I'm not married to my ideas, you know? Anybody who's continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, you can always debate me. You can hit me in the motherfucking DMs on the Instagram. You can hit me up through my email. You can go, you know what I'm saying? Wherever you listen to this, you're on the YouTube, you're watching the visual, the visual content right now, put it in the fucking comment section. What do you think about that? I think, you know, from the, the couple of interviews that I saw with this gentleman, he's obviously competent. <laughs> That's a plus. The guy's brain is still very much intact. He's in great shape. Um, and I think sometimes even past an individual's capabilities, the image that they represent can be more powerful in bringing this country together and restoring trust. And a name like Kennedy, I mean, can't really beat that, man. Can't really fucking beat that. If anybody's will continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a couple motherfucking favors. Go over to my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast, on Instagram. Like post, like the reels. Make sure to motherfucking follow. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to a motherfucking podcast, all audio, please leave me a review. Please like the channel. If you're on YouTube watching the visual right now and you enjoy what you're seeing, go into the comment section. Give me a motherfucking thumbs up. Subscribe. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time.